Good morning and welcome to another episode of Downtown Manam, the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Becca Schoenborn, joined with my lovely co-host, Dustin Dubuque. Hello. I like how you said good morning because it's morning for us, but people, you know, the people listen, yeah. so it doesn't have to be good 8.30 morning, in the morning evening, on the way to their work, on the way afternoon, to work. Afternoon, whatever time of day <laughs> you choose to listen to our podcast. <laughs> how are you doing? Feels like I haven't seen you in forever. I know. Yeah, we usually see each other at least every week, it seems like. It does been. seem that way. Uh, I've been doing good, busy. Events are starting to come back all of a sudden. I've I been, know. Like, it seems like the last two weeks I've been flooded with event requests, donation requests, yeah, all sorts of just like booth invitations. Oh, nice. There's all these cool things all coming the co-op, up. Fun Everything's things for coming the back. Yeah. I know. I I looked at my and planned out our monthly calendar at home, like for the month. Oh, April. yeah, you have to do that when yeah, you have I do. kids, probably. I have two kids now, so I have to set this all up, and I'm the schedule guy. I couldn't even look at my calendar for the day I'm on. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I know. Thank I you. almost didn't show up for the podcast <laughs> today I would on have accident. been solo. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I looked at April, and I was like, well, here it goes. Yep. And now I'm it's busy happening. for the next, like, nine months. And we're busy with Downtown Menominee uh, because on April 21st is our first uh, event of the year. Every year it's Ladies' Night Out. It's actually technically Ladies' Day Out now, since we do it from 11 o'clock to 8 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So anybody listening, come down to downtown Menominee. There's usually about 25 to 30 shops participating with specials, games, fun things, food, drinks, all the things downtown mm-hmm. between 11 and 8 o'clock that night. It's usually one of the busiest nights that we have every single year. Yeah. Um, we do three throughout the year, but this is the first one. So if you're looking to get out of the house and enjoy downtown and have a drink and stuff, this is the place mm-hmm. to be. There's some cool new... Yeah, since last summer. There is with the end of the pandemic and the winter changes. We have you know a couple new businesses. We have some business changes and new owners and just some businesses changing things. So like right now is a good time to come downtown if you haven't been down in a while, especially Mm -hmm. since the pandemic. Now that we're feels like we're back in full swing finally, which is awesome. Yeah, I don't know if I've talked about this, but Artista Boutique is my latest favorite downtown business. I switch it every month. I I love (laughs) all of our downtown businesses, but yeah. Artista lately, she's been getting a lot more cool, like unique house plants and cool crystals and stuff, which, yeah. you know, those are two of my She's always changing things. her stuff. So yeah. that's a good place Super to go. cute. I just got a really beautiful plant from her. And I'm obsessed with it. I like it. I have a, my, my wife has a great plant from her. We've had kept it alive. My wife usually kills them. So kept it alive for many years. Dang. I know. Good job. But beyond plants, <laughs> we have a speaking guest. Speaking of plants and speaking of flower banter, baskets. And, um, yeah, and flower. There we go. Good segue. Eight into the flower baskets. Our guest today is from the GFWC Menominee Women's Club, Linda Rundle. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks Thank you for, for being me. here. Welcome to our show. Yeah, we we ended up running into each other. I work the polls right? every year. Um, well, since the pandemic, because now I like it. So I, mm-hmm. she ran into me a couple months ago for in February for the primaries or whatever early yep, primaries, it was. and uh, she was like, oh. The Women's Club's having their 120th? 120th anniversary. anniversary. And she's like, oh, man, it'd be great if we get in April. And it was funny. We we usually plan a couple months ahead, and we're, like, trying to set. And literally, we had one, the spot open in April. I'm like, mm-hmm. it, was it was fate. fate. It was meant to be. It was. It yep. was so much fate. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, I guess the easy question is tell us about the, the, the Women's Club and everything, I guess. that's Even I'm excited to learn about it because I, mm-hmm. I know it peripherally from, you know, just being in town, but I don't know. Well, crazy the, amount about it. Like we said, the GFW Women's Club, and I'm the co-president along with Judy Fry, we held our first meeting on April 2nd, 1902. 
Now, I did a little bit of research. I reached out to Melissa Nealon, and I said, any chance we're the oldest club still in existence in town and we aren't uh Ludington Guard Band <laughs> I was is, just gonna say, is, like, band is longer is there's, it, yeah there's, it's like 1890s or yeah, something and there's another club that's a little bit longer but I think we're number three but you know that's not bad that's when good you, company that's impressive. when you think about it 120 years and I was doing some research last night as I was uh preparing for this looking at just some of the different projects they've done over the last 120 years and it's it's really impressive. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when they one of the first things they started and they weren't successful initially was something as simple as trying to get a public bathroom in downtown Menominee. But when you think about it, 1902, right? Mm-hmm. You know that you know that was forward word thinking. Um, they raised funds to clean up the lake bank after a lot of the lumber companies after moved out of town. You know, back in the uh, like 1905. Um, Surprise! You guys don't get tasked to do that in 2022. I know. No, probably don't. Don't, <laughs> don't give anybody do you, do you, any ideas. I was going to say, do you want anything more but, on the plate? But actually, like they we worked, said no. <laughs> on the Lake Bank again in the 1970s, and that's when Cedarama Park. Oh yeah. Was kind of put together, and we still have several of our members that spend hours upon hours every summer working on Cedarama, planting and keeping things weeded and things like that. So, you know, we've we've got a long history, um, something that I didn't know until I started doing some of this research. Back in, check my dates, the 1920s, they started raising money to plant a war memorial of trees out along Highway 12. Okay. And initially they planted like 800 trees. Now, the first year a bunch of them died. Um, we were doomed because they died. Some of them died the first year. They planted elm trees, which we know what happened to oh, a no. lot of the elms with the Dutch elm disease. Then they widened Highway 12 and took out the rest of them. <laughs> so three strikes, you're out. Sure. But, you know, it was. they said it was a really cool, it kind of made a nice canopy over Highway 12. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was cool. fun. Yeah, so that was a war memorial to, you know, the veterans of the different wars, World War One, Spanish-American War, things sure. like that. So. That's interesting. Yeah, I always think like, and maybe this is jumping the gun on que- on questions. Is so you know, 120 years is really interesting. What do you guys see like moving forward? Because I, you know, as me and Becca being younger, and but we're you know very volunteer oriented. I think we've talked about this on our podcast before. Is that sometimes we we struggle seeing other youthful people doing that? Absolutely. I mean, we're down to about. 12 or 14 members. Yeah, you guys are a small crew for we're as much as you do. We're small, and we say we may be small, but we're mighty. When you look at the, the various so. <laughs> projects that that we do now, but talking a little bit about the history and something that we are very, very proud of, and I may be jumping the gun a little bit, but um, it was really the Women's Club back in 1959 that was the driving force to save the Mabel Tainter. Yeah. Oh. At that point, and... Dustin, you and I have talked about this. Um, from what I've heard at that time, I guess the Mabel was in pretty sad shape. And there was people in town that said, maybe we should just tear it down and make, turn it into a parking lot. Oh, yep. yeah. I think Melissa told us and, yeah. about that. And a, couple, and a couple of, of our women's club women said, oh, oh hold the horses here. We're going to. So they held a meeting. And that night, they voted. They had enough people there and said, voted and said, uh uh-uh, uh, we're not going to tear it down. So they started a Mabel Tainer Preservation, Historical Preservation Society, I think is the proper name. And I'm sure that's what's now the, the board of directors. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, they started 
a fundraising effort of white elephant sales and plays and you name it, they probably did it. And I did some research last night. So they talked about that they raised about $50,000 to put towards the preservation. Wow. Now, I converted that $50,000 in 1960 yeah. to Today's 2022, money. and it came out to be $480,000 yeah. that was raised Whoa. by that group. Wow. And I guess the group that kind of went and started doing a lot of the plays was kind of the impetus for the theater guild. The theater guild, yeah. So we've got a lot of really cool, cool ties. So this is kind of the thing that I think... Uh, one of the things that the, the Women's Club is so proud of is their efforts to save the Mabel, because I can't imagine it oh, yeah. not being there. Uh, I've and taken the Mabel, yeah, too. we yeah. have talked about that too, but like, uh, I've taken the Mabel tour enough times, and whenever they say it in there, it's funny just to watch the group of people that are inside the building yeah, it is. to hear that, you know, 80 years ago or whatever, they almost, or 60 years ago, they almost tore it down, yeah. and people are like, oh my Lord, could you yeah. imagine? Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, it would have just been... Like now, I couldn't imagine... I, I, there being many situations that would that they would be able to justify yeah, tearing the building down. Even in the you know 60s, I mean? like, you know, I understand that that was like a thing, but man, that is just crazy to think you know, about. So yeah, it's 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 one of those things that you know we're just we're very very proud of. And a couple of years ago, we had our district meeting here, and we had it at the Mabel, and people would just walk in, and their their jaw would drop, and their eyes would get big, and they're going, "Oh my God, this is spectacular!" Yeah. So. I saw my first Menominee Theater Guild performance. Did you go a see Clue? A couple weeks ago, I went and saw good Clue, and yeah, I we was. We went to see it. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, it, was it was so spectacular. good. Spectacular. It was fun. I was almost crying laughing at one point because of Andrew, of course. Yeah. Marcel, he <laughs> yeah. Is He's hysterical. funny. My gosh. Yeah. That the was Theater Guild does it was great so stuff. Good. Yeah. Yeah, Somehow so I avoided seeing a show at Mabel for 10 straight years. Really? That was my first time I've actually seen a show there. Tis, I've tis. been there lots of times for other things. But never a show. Yeah, I've been to the tours. I've rented the basement, like all sorts of stuff. But that was my first show somehow. And Look now, at that. There's no turning the back now. I know. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's still I there. It's <laughs> still there. And thank goodness it is because... I think it's a little gem of our town. Oh, it is. It is. A big gem. A big gem. <laughs> it's the best. Um, so I guess that, I, and again, I don't want to move too fast, but so then I guess it kind of comes into what a, the women's club today, like I guess, you know, you got up to the 60s, but like. We got to the 60s. Um, you know, like I said, membership has, has fluctuated, but like we're down to like 12 or 14 members. So we're always looking for, for people to join us, oh, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Here's my plug for membership. But we really do a lot of, when you think about being such a small group, uh, we do a lot of really cool things. We sponsor the Helen Mears Art Contest, which is for uh, 7th and 8th grade students. And this is going to be, I think you said, coming out in early uh, April. The uh, artwork is actually going to be on display at the library. Oh, okay. Um, so cool. we have an art contest. It's judged. Winners go on to district and state competition. Uh, we give two $500 scholarships every year, one to a graduating senior from Menominee High School, one to a woman that is returning to school. Maybe they oh, didn't finish cool. their education, you know, or they're wanting to go forward with their education. We sponsor a student that's going into their junior year to attend the Wisconsin Leadership Seminar, oh, which awesome. is a weekend seminar just talking about leadership opportunities. Yeah. Like I mentioned before, we've got uh, club members that do a lot of work at Cedarama Park and here at the Veterans Memorial. 
I was going to ask if you were in charge of the Veterans Memorial, too. And not so much I, in charge of it, but we plant the flowers in the raised flower, flowers, in yeah. the flower bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's super important to that memorial, though. Yeah. It, looks oh, like it, is, it is amazing yeah. how many people will comment because um, our organization works you know, for the Flag Day event. Yeah. And it is amazing how many comments we will get about the flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, and working across the street from there at the old co-op when it was still there. I oh, yeah. still remember Absolutely. seeing you out there in the <laughs> summer and customers would come in all the time and be like, oh, it's so nice seeing people out I there. It is. Taking care of it. It is nice seeing people when you drive yeah. by out there actually like working it, on yeah, it. Enjoying it's, it, yeah. Yeah, it's great. It does uh, take a lot of work to upkeep something like yeah. that. For the past 10 years, probably 10 or 11 years now, um, our club has made breast cancer pillows. So we'll make small, a lot of them are heart-shaped pillows, but they're pillows that we donate to the hospital here in in Menominee and Eau Claire, and they give to individuals as they leave the hospital after breast cancer surgery. That's awesome. Uh, Both Judy, my co-president, and I are breast cancer survivors. And so it's amazing when you've gone through the surgery, something as simple as sitting in a car with the seatbelt. Mm-hmm. It hurts. I don't care if you're in the driver's side, the passenger side. It, it's it's uncomfortable. Yeah. So these little pillows are nice. You can put under your seatbelt, give you a little cushion. Sometimes just something to rest your arm on. And we've made hundreds of these pillows and give them away. We also have one of our members who does a fabulous job of getting grants, especially from Thrivent. And we've bought a number of the Thai blanket kits and put them oh, together. Cool. And we've donated them to... Bridge to Hope, the Foster Closet, Community for Veterans, um, the, the nursing homes, the police department, just whoever whoever needs them. Mm-hmm. And again, when you think about it, these are a lot of different projects for a very small club yeah. to right. do. But that's our segue into our big Your one. Your big project. <laughs> My big project big right now project, true. is the hanging baskets that are that are lying downtown Menominee streets during the summer that's a, a huge huge project yeah it really is it's a huge undertaking I don't think people realize and, and they don't realize it's the women's club that have done this so it's it's isn't that like with everything it's the well-kept it's secret the in well, town yeah exactly yeah. we always do that too mm-hmm. we're like you know how many people like we you know our organization does the winter days parade and we've done it since it started and it's still somebody else's somebody yeah. else did it yeah and we're it's, like no, that <laughs> exactly. didn't happen. Still uh, us. It's still us. We, Ex- we do it every exactly. year. We're still going to keep doing it, yep. even if you think it's someone else. Yep. That's fine. So, the, I, again, yep. going back in, in the, my historical notes, we started doing this in about 1995 after they redid downtown, which was before I moved to Menominee. And um, somebody said, wouldn't it be nice to have hanging baskets, flower baskets? And so I think the first year I was reading notes, it was like, I don't know, 15 or 20 baskets. And it's been up as high as 220. Wow. Last year we did roughly 165, 66 baskets. This year we've ordered 200 baskets. That's awesome. So, but when you think about it, the cost of purchasing the baskets, the fertilizer, you know, the printing, the mailing, the thank you notes. Um, we run our fund. We have a fund at the community foundation. So there's some fees there. So. We estimate, you know, it's about $65 a basket mm-hmm. by the time you're all said and done. And you take that times 200 baskets, that's a, that's a lot of coin that we have to raise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just to get the baskets, too. That's, that's just to get the baskets. We've, you know, we've really worked out a wonderful partnership up until about probably five years ago. Not only did the Women's Club buy the baskets, 
but we hired, we owned our own tractor and water wagon, and we hired part-time people to go out every morning, and unless it's raining, and water those baskets. And it just got to be too much. Obviously, with a small group like we have, it just mm-hmm. got to be too much for the group. And I remember sitting in a meeting with, uh, I don't remember, Dustin, if you were at the meeting. I don't think so. But with uh, several people from the city, and we had Georgina there, and we had somebody from the chamber, and I said, I just don't know how much longer we can do this project. And everybody kind of went, <gasps> "Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, we can't do without our baskets. What, what, <laughs> what kind of help do you need? So it's really worked out well. The city took over the watering. We gave them the tractor and the wagon, and they took over the watering for us with some of their summer help. We set up the fund through the community foundation so that all of the donations are tax deductible. Uh, Dustin, you and I worked together on updating the mailing list and making sure all that's going out on time and everything like that. Um, we purchase all of our baskets from Seasons Harvest. Josh just does a phenomenal job every year of making sure we have the perfect plants to, and, you know, on the fertilizer and everything like that. So it's really become uh, just, a, a, just a wonderful community partnership to, to, to put all this together. And it's something, too, that like you said, about the, the reaction of the, the possibility of not having them. It's oh. something that, like, you think about not having them. You're like, oh, wow, I really do appreciate talk, having them in the summer and how beautiful Talk about a deer downtown. in the headlight look. That's exactly <laughs> what I got in that meeting. It's kind of like, wh- wh- what do you mean? And so I think it, it's worked out well. We continue to kind of spearhead the fundraising. Uh, so we're always looking for donations, letters, uh, when you hear this, if they haven't gone out, we'll be going out soon. <laughs> Another project I have to be working on. But, um, you know, we're always looking for people just to, to donate. And so I think here's my shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> shameless we like plug. It. Here you we're go. all about it. You know, um, like I said, we have the, the fund at the Community Foundation. If anybody is interested, you didn't get a letter or you've never gotten a letter before, but you say, I love the project. I want to donate. You can always just mail a check to the the community foundation, put a note on there. It's for the Hanging Basket Fund, and mm-hmm. and they'll take care of it. Yeah, and that's you great. can, um, last year we sponsored a couple baskets in honor or in memory of a couple people, too, right. which I think is really special. Yeah, you can and that's the thing we do on the, on the flyers that, that we send out. You know, there's always a place for in memory of or in honor of. And so mm-hmm. and a lot of people will go, somebody that passed away or... You know, they're very proud of the of the hospital workers, the medical care workers, that type of thing. So it could be any number of things, someone at their church. So, but it's just been a nice, nice project. And it's always, you know, like I said, it's a little frustrating to think people don't know you do it. But on the other hand, when you hear the wonderful comments, exactly right. you're like, yeah. We yeah, did we did that. <laughs> yeah, we, we do it's that, good. you know. So. Well, they're and it's gorgeous. always, it's always so funny beautiful. when I, I go to like, uh, you know, Main Street related items, you know, we're always thinking like, how to advance things and evolve things and like create new things for downtowns and what people do. One of the things that like, and it's always like forward thinking, like a lot of it is. And, but one of the things that always sticks is like greenery and flower, like flower baskets. Like mm-hmm. it's a thing that like, even like the people who work at the state level who are always thinking like, what's the next evolution? There's like a couple things that are just staples and they'll always say like, these are what people like. Mm-hmm. Like these are things that people should be pursuing at downtowns and stuff just because it's so it just it brings so much to something. And it, you don't really notice it until like when they go it's up. Not there. 
Or you when know, they right the first day they go up, like it just you just click mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my gosh, this looks so much better. It with must these be up. spring or, or yeah, summer's around the corner because the flower right? baskets exactly. are there. Yeah, yep, I know. I love the day that they get installed because we have a few on our block at the co-op too, and I love getting to watch them put them up and how nice it looks after. Uh, it does. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm a plant person. We talked. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. <laughs> I love plants. Oh, I was just talking you about our chief stuff. just talking about it. <laughs> I need some more coffee. Um, well, that's awesome, though, for such a small crew yeah. to hear all the things you guys do. I didn't know everything yeah, about we, it. Yeah, we keep, we keep busy. So, Of course. That's the best. So how did you find yourself in this uh, in this group? How was that? Uh, how did you come out about that? I've actually been a member of the GFWC Women's Club since the late 1980s. I used to live in Germantown, and they had a club, and I joined it. I want to say it was 89 or 90, so it's been over, it's been at least 30 years. Um, Then my husband took a job over here on this side of the state, and we relocated, and it was just an obvious choice that I would join the Menominee Women's Club. One of our past members who passed away a couple years ago was uh, Nancy Kerberg, and she'd actually been state president, and I'd gotten to know her. And so it's just like I said, obvious choice that I would uh, would join this club and been president along with Judy for the last couple of years. So we do the best we can to keep going. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Do you have uh, any? Uh, this might be the question you don't want, but <laughs> do you have any like like new ideas or anything like for the, like stuff that you th- talk about? Whether it's whether it's doable or not, trust us, from downtown, we have discussions all the time, like, it'd be great if we could do this, and then you just mm-hmm. kick the can because you're like, okay, we would love to do this, but If it's we not. suddenly get a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, if we got, yeah. If so, if that <laughs> or huge, if we got more people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. If, if that, if we had more money and more people, we could totally do that, but it comes up a lot. Well, I think, you know, we have monthly meetings. We meet basically August through May. And so we try to, at every meeting or most meetings, we have speakers. And so we're always looking for new things to support. You know, we've we've had speakers come in from, I wrote it down, we've had, Andrew came in and talked about the Mabel, what's happening with the Mabel. And this was especially during uh, the pandemic. You know, what were they doing to keep going? Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Theater Guild. Um, we had uh, an attorney come in and talk about estate planning. Right. A lot of us uh, yeah, are cool. in our 60s and 70s, but, you know, say, okay, you got your will written, but when should you update it? What do you need to think about? What changes are coming? This mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, we had uh, a couple individuals from Sleep in Heavenly Peace at one of our re- recent meetings, and that's the group that builds beds uh, oh. for, for kids. I just you, you guys I are looking at me just, like you've never heard of it. I literally I just heard about this, like, within the last two weeks i had no yeah. idea existed me somebody I just brought this up in a conversation to me the other day and i was like oh and then we just moved on from it i didn't ask more yeah, about it and so i was like i didn't know it, what's happening. it's a group that raises funds to build beds for people for children under 18 and under who live in dunn county that don't have beds oh. so we're always looking for groups that want to come in and share information with us about that um we had a speaker t- come in and talk about diversity and inclusion Mm-hmm. Uh, during the pandemic, we had someone come in and talk about how do you cope? Right. You know, we're all a little bit crazy right now. Or we're, I think it's coming. We're coming down off the, mm-hmm. the cliff, you know. But, you know, how, how's Speak the best? for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we have our days, right? But, you know, so talking about, you know, how do you cope with everything that we're facing yeah. during COVID? So we try to have a wide variety of speakers that 
can you know everybody can maybe find something maybe you're not really interested in this but next month it's on something completely different mm -hmm. so we're always looking for like i said speakers like that but who might come up with another project that we can we can support sure mm -hmm. so you know maybe some of the tie blankets down the road will go to sleep in Emily peace we don't know but you know we had someone come in and talk about the women's giving circle that's part of the community foundation and so many people go i didn't know anything about it mm -hmm. so we're always on the lookout for different different things so well and it's nice that you're on the lookout for like maybe the smaller or more peripheral things because you guys are kind of a peripheral organization like you said you do something very large for the community and nobody probably barely knows that it's you guys you know trust us we we, we know that all the time <laughs> but um at least we can keep ours in the downtown so maybe there's yeah. an assumption there <laughs> um but yeah like i i always think that that's always really nice in this community i mean i i have this discussion all the time that you know, there's a there's like the main six or seven nonprofit and or civic organizations that are doing a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's the same ones you always hear. It's us, it's Mabel, it's the, you know the Stepping Stones, it's the Humane Society, it's the Historical Society, and and then and I always tell them like, but there's like a hundred others. Mm -hmm. Like I think I was at a nonprofit seminar two years ago at Stout, and they said like. In Dunn County, there's like 130 of these organizations. So many. And you're just like, gosh, I would never think. And then you just rattling off the ones you did. You're just like, oh, yeah, yep, yeah, those mm -hmm. ones exist. Yep, these people do this. Well, we're always looking for different different groups that we can support, even if it's in a small way. Early on when the foster closet was kind of getting off the ground, they came in and talked. And, you know, we would collect, collect things for them or make tie blankets for them, things like that. So Sleep in Heavenly Peace is kind of the same same type of thing or what are things that we can support even though we're a small group and maybe it's in a small way but can make a big impact mm -hmm. right. same thing with bridge to hope we donated some pillows and you know supplies and blankets and stuff like that for, at christmas mm -hmm. so we try to you know support the local the other local nonprofits because a lot of them support us so it's kind yeah, of that's a, great kind of a two-way street mm -hmm. And none of those are small things either. Like somebody having the difference between having a pillow and a blanket to right. sleep with versus not is a huge yeah. thing right. to them. Well, you know, donating some of the tie blankets at Christmas, you know, it's kind of nice. Mm -hmm. Then if somebody comes in at the last minute, you know, you've got something, you can give them a nice blanket, nice mm -hmm. warm, cozy blanket for a Christmas present. You can never have too so. many blankets either. No, not at all. So I, that's the best. So gift. we're always, like I said, yeah. we're, we're always looking for, you know, people to join we're looking for speaker ideas and um but you know it's just a it's a great group of women and i'm very proud to, to say i'm the co-president yeah that's yeah that's spectacular i know i'm glad we had you on because it is great to learn this type of stuff i think mm -hmm. that's one thing back and i reasons why we started this podcast is we were like we like to like learn the people like i obviously i know you back have met you today for the first time um i, I know like, we've been in the same place I'm sure. many yeah. times oh, yeah. I've, linda's like, around I've, i'm, I'm <laughs> around i'm around like a, around people um but it's just nice to always learn like the extra stuff like i'm you know mm -hmm. not to keep bringing it downtown monomany up but that's the same thing here it's like people know us for like the probably two things we do consistently and well, then it's just like oh if you reverse the tables on us we could mm -hmm. tell you like we do this and we've done this yeah. and this is a thing and nobody well, I had a no. chuckle last year. My husband and I did the beer, well, the beer oh, walk, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And we, you and I were in the same group, and we were talking outside the the BMO Bank building. And then we were talking, and whoever was giving the tour at the Mabel, and I said, "Well, did you know this? And did you know this?" And we got down to 
hypnotic and somebody said since you're the resident historian yeah. and I'm going, excuse me i i don't think so but uh you know it was uh it was kind of kind of a chuckle and i'm going oh i guess i do know more about the history of Menominee yeah. than I thought then, then I did. Th- then yeah. you think you do, right? Kind of Especially when it comes it. to, you yeah. know, like the Mabel and how the women's club saved it and stuff yeah. like that. So it was kind of, it was kind of comical. Yeah. Once That's you get awesome. around, you start to acquire these things I've learned. So as Becca mm-hmm. just said. Just little nuggets here and yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I do the same thing at the co-op all the time. Sometimes when I'm giving tours, I'm like, where did I even learn this? <laughs> I like, right. Where did I pick where this did up? Where did I pick, yeah, where did I pick up that factoid? But that's okay. I'll just file it. I may need it at some point. Yeah, the more you do that kind of thing, though, you get you meet different people who were around at the beginning or whatever. And yep. pick up so. things as you go. Well, cool. th- we end every podcast. First off, thank you for being here. Thank do you have you. any other sh- shameless plugs or would you like to plug one more time? No, just, you know. Watch for the fa- hanging baskets. They'll be going up around Memorial Day. But don't forget, we need a lot of support to to put them up. So, mm-hmm. yep. Can people find you online anywhere? You have a we do have a, a Facebook page, okay. uh, GFWC Menominee Women's Club. Or I'm sure if they want to just contact Dustin, he can put yep. them in contact with me yep. if they're interested in learning more about the club to join or hanging baskets or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, your funds are w- through the Community Foundation. Right. So funds handle, are handled through the way. Community Foundation so they can just send a check to them. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, that's all good. So we end the podcast with the same two questions to every guest. I'll start. Okay. Um, what's your favorite movie? Gone with the Wind. Ooh, mm. that's, a new, that's a good one. Very few people just have an answer right away. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I had, to, I had to stop and think, but that <laughs> that goes that goes back. I won't tell my age, but that goes back to you know watching it in, in high school, and I just always thought I wanted a house that looked like Tara. Yeah. You know, then I became a homeowner, and I said, "What were you thinking, woman?" Snowballs, you know. Yeah, but you know, but I just uh, I don't know, just Red Butler. Oh, yeah. Just, there's just something about that. <laughs> Um, I like to know what kind of good food you've eaten lately. <sighs> that's a hard, that's a hard one. That's I'm, a harder I, one I'm kind of a foodie. And my husband and I really so enjoy we. trying different things. Actually, we're taking a class. I'll let you know how this goes. Ooh. We're taking a class tomorrow night over in the cities. I don't know if it's a demonstration or a class at Cooks of Crocus Hill of Scotch and Steaks. I've been to Cooks of Crocus Hill. That place is awesome. So, yeah. Uh-huh. So, I'll let you know how that yeah. one goes. But other than that, we took a cruise. My husband and I took, took a cruise last summer up the main coastline. So, a small ship cruise, and we got to have a lot of good lobster. Mm-hmm. So, that was kind of fun. Not something you get a lot of lobster here in the Midwest, but... Yeah. So right. I took advantage of it while I could. So while you could, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When yeah. you hit the when you hit the coast, that's yeah. my wife is that's what she just does the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just so, seafood all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I could. I'm right there with her. But yeah, so but uh, yeah, so like I said, we just my husband and I just enjoy going out and trying different mm-hmm. things, different beers, different wines. So same we have a good time my favorite pastime yeah exactly we're the same way when we travel like dustin asked me what i did for my birthday i was like no we went to the cities and ate a lot mostly i'm like that's (laughs) all ate a lot of food that's all i want to do yeah Yeah. drink my life away that's Mm -hmm. my favorite thing it's so good yeah so i mean that's that's you know like it's hard to say just one really Mm -hmm. really good meal but i'm looking forward to this tomorrow night so this should be fun yeah Yeah, that sounds that sounds awesome yeah, I'll, I'll have it. I'll have steak and scotch in my house, just <laughs> in your honor. In my honor, yeah, in your <laughs> honor, yeah, for myself. Well, thank you for being on, Linda. This was awesome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We appreciate it very much. Um, yeah, and uh, we have another guest next week. Keep listening. Subscribe, like, follow us on Spotify, like Downtown Menominee on Facebook.
What are the other plugs we have? Come to Ladies Night Out. Come to Ladies Night Out, April um, 21st. That's what we got. That's pretty much it for now. All right. All right. Until next time, see you later. <laughs>